Welcome to the Ready Papa One podcast, the show where a dad and another dad talk about the past, present, and future of gaming for them and their kids. KC. Nick, how you doing? Episode two of being back. Let's go. I know. We're here. We're doing it. We are. We actually are holding to a schedule. <laughs> I know. This is good. This is this is this is necessary. This is the path forward. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a we had to finish this this trilogy of episodes. So we could start doing something new. I know. I know. <laughs> God, there's so there's so much to talk about. Just gotta get Microsoft out of the way. I know there's so many new things happening now. And I feel like it's been such a busy fall for gaming too. It's been crazy, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't even believe how many, like just just all time, all time games are launching. I can't believe how many um, you know, just just news there is. I I can't believe how much stuff is happening. It's like this is the busiest it's ever been. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's like merger, the Microsoft thing still going on. All these games are getting announced. I feel like the gaming industry itself in in a way is changing right now too, like a lot. Like all these new technologies are that feel like they've been building up for years. I feel like they're like right on that cusp of coming out and coming in to like everybody's like homes. It, yeah, it's it's definitely there's there's big changes and it's sort of it's funny. It's like lining up right right with our lives where like i feel like our lives are going through these huge changes right now and like oh, you're that's what's happening the, yeah i know exactly <laughs> that's yeah. what's happening the industry is going through these these huge changes but yeah i mean no doubt there's a ton of disruption and a ton of change happening with microsoft in particular yeah right? which is the topic of tonight's episode i came into the xbox game a little later so we'll definitely go through all this but we got to start what have you been playing? Have you been playing any Microsoft titles? I I have gotten some time to play some games. Nice. Um, which has been, yeah, which, which, which has been great. I know, you know, the life of a dad, it can be a struggle at times, especially you're because, you're yeah, telling me. <laughs> I know you, you're living it right now, especially because like Ronan has been over the last you know, several months or so, uh, maybe, you know, last five or six months, uh, he's really been eating, you know, the exact same stuff that we're eating, which has meant that like, rather than just like him coming home from daycare and giving him some milk or giving him a pouch or whatever, it's like, there's just this like whole new dinner routine that we have. And it, it just long and short is it means that like, I'm basically like from the moment I wake up in the morning until 8 PM, I am just either like taking care of him or working. Yeah. And that's it. Right. And, and, and that's it. And I think that's, <laughs> it's going to be that way for a while. I think so. Um, I think it, so. well it, until they start going to bed and you give them a bedtime and they're more independent. But yeah, they're more they're more independent, right? I'm sure another year they're more independent. <laughs> but even then, right? Like I don't know. I'm 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 not gonna be like, all right, go play in your room and leave me alone or whatever. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um. So yeah, it just means that you know that there's definitely been a little bit less time, and I'm just so exhausted by the end of it. Um. But I I, I have been playing. Uh, I've been playing some games in my you know, nice in this like nice little. A little bit of spare time that I have. I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Oh, have you? I have. Oh, not the one somebody... you think. Oh, oh, Minish Cap. Not the one you think. M- Minish Cap. Yes. Um, I've been playing more more Zelda than that though. So hold on. Okay. Give me a hint. Give me one hint. So let me let mm. me start you off with my hot take, and then and then you can guess. Okay. My 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 hot take is that 
2D Zelda is better than 3D Zelda. Zelda is better. So Link Between Worlds? Not Link Between Worlds. I played that one already. So it's um, one you haven't played, not the Minish Cap, 2D Zelda. Uh, one more guess. No, one no, more guess. Okay, okay. One more guess. You know what? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I've pl- I've played three Zelda games recently. Three. Okay. All Minish Cap is 2D. one. Minish Cap is one. Okay. Delightful game. Yeah. Fun little I'll, game. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about it in a second. Seasons um, and ages? No, although that's next. Second okay. is one I've played before. Uh it's on um it's 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 on switch switch online okay as your hint switch online i'm playing through a link to the past okay a link to the past okay okay so that's that's an old game yeah i mean link to the past is top three zelda games for me yeah it's great it's great and like i i i've, I've played it i played it like 10 years ago this is the first time i'm playing it in like 10 years maybe more it's so good. It's all. It's amazing. It's, it's incredible. It's it's, a, it's an amazing game. It's it's great. Everything about it has been, uh, has 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 been great. And I I will have more to say, you know, for sure. The third one, which really is the one that has blown blew me away, I should say, um, is um, Link's Awakening. The oh, you made, you played the oh that game is so good. I Isn't played, it so good? It's so good. I played the remake of Link's Awakening. I. I'm floored. This that game is incredible. It's incredible. It's like the chain chomps. The chain. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> funny. That was funny. Yeah, and then there's certain times you go in the dungeons, and when you're like traversing between like a staircase, you go to the, there's a little like 2D Mario level almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which is which is real weird, but no. But I mean, the game is gorgeous in its own way. The music is just so incredible. Yeah. And Have moving. you beaten it? Yeah. Okay, it's so good. I did. I I love the the kind of like purgatory feel for Link through the yeah. whole thing. It's a little darker, but it, it's like coded in like this like kind of fantasized like kid world. But it's 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 pretty dark. It it is, and I think I really I really liked that about it, where it's like it wasn't just this oh so and so captured like the evil wizard captured the princess or whatever. Yeah. And, and so, like, in, you know, in contrast, like I played Minish Cap right before it, which mm-hmm. is a wonderful, wonderful game. Yeah. Um, loved it. I loved almost everything about it. But it's got the whole like, you know, I think Vati is like the big bad mm-hmm. guy. And he like that was like he, the first time I think Vati was like introduced. Yeah. And he, you know, turns the princess to stone or whatever. Um, and it's like, oh, I've seen this before um, we're like oh wow you know the the the, the, the bad the, the evil wizard like captures the princess and now you yeah. have a saver and it's like that's fine because it's zelda it's like that's what you expect um and the, the minish cap was excellent but um yeah with this one link's awakening it's not that um and that's oh. really that's really cool and you start to you know piece together and figure out as you're on the island like oh wow like this is just you know spoiler alert for link's awakening dx um you know yeah, this 20 year spoiler 20 alert. Years, <laughs> like that like this is all just a dream and yeah. the bosses at least that are in there the nightmares like they know it's a dream and they're aware yeah. and it's like and you start to think well like what happens this whole world goes away when i wake up and what does that mean about these people who i've now kind of like grown to like yeah over the past like a yeah. little bit of the game as i've been meeting them and running around and finding like random things for them and um it, yeah and so it's just a different tone to this is just different tone to these zelda games 
Um, but at the same time, like it feels so, it feels so familiar. The, mm-hmm. um, the dungeons are great. Uh, they, they, there's all seem varied. They're all interesting. And yeah. And I just, I, I could not put that game down. Yeah. Loved it's, every it's second. So good. I haven't played the remake, the switch remake. I played the remake, like when it came out on like the game boy, advance or something or or the ds they they Mm -hmm. remade it to from the game boy version and i loved it then yeah i've really wanted to play it i love the way it looks i i I, the the graphics the graphical style that they went with with that game is beautiful it looks beautiful i haven't seen it in person but it looks beautiful i bought the uh physical edition so i have i have a cart if you uh yeah do you care maybe i'll borrow it i haven't borrowed a game in so long i know yeah that would be great I I love that game. I I really I didn't play it at first because I, I didn't play it on my Game Boy or whatever. But like when I played it for the first time, like you said, right? Like all the world goes away, but it's like Link's battle trying to stay alive, like coming out of like he's in like a coma in essence, pretty much, and yeah. he's trying to like fight his way out of a coma, and it's just such a cool idea for a video for for a, for a zelda game yeah i love Link's awakening it's so good it, um it, it blows my mind that this game or anything like it was on the game boy yeah. like that that, that and, I, and i don't i didn't play it on the game boy so i don't have any sense of how um of, of how much has changed or what they were would be able to put in the switch version that wasn't in the game boy version i'm sure they changed a lot right but um yeah the the, the game was the the game was was great they packed so much into it there's so much depth mm-hmm. um I, I i will say one thing that i've uh with this game and with the minish cap that i have just completely lost all um you know worries about is like looking things up online <laughs> is what i found like talking about man dad life i i ain't got time for that shit anymore you know yeah. what I mean? like i'm yeah, like yeah. i got i got an hour and maybe an hour and a half and like i just can't i just i just like mentally i can't spend it going in circles around the island trying to find like the one thing that's new and that's different so just like I, with with these two games in particular minish cap and Link's awakening every time i got stuck for like more than five minutes i was like and google how to beat it on Zelda dungeon or whatever and <laughs> like, it's like what what i mean you know there was a time a point in my life when i would have felt shame for that and i just don't anymore i just i don't i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't <laughs> I only do it like if I I still only do it if I really can't figure something out. But that dad life thing, the time you have playing, like that's real. It's like two nights ago, uh, I started I started playing Starfield, right? Okay, and all right. I uh, I, I want to go back to Zelda, but this is a, just to relate to that dad thing. I was sitting on the couch playing it. And I hit start. Allison's on the couch. She's on like on her phone and and kind of we like doing half an app watching me, but kind of on her phone. And I guess I hit start to go into a menu. And Allison like looks up like five minutes later and it, like she's like, oh, he's on a menu. Looks down at her phone. Looks up five minutes later. I'm still on the same menu. I passed out. Fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And she looks at me and she's like, Nick. You've been on the menu for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I, I completely fell asleep. That's what I've run into the last like yeah, like two, yeah. three weeks. I, I start to play. It's like 8, 8.30. I start to play and I just, I fall asleep. I hit start and I'm like right yeah. on the couch. So it's crazy. But yeah. That's real uh, life, man. It's real life. It's real, it's real life. But yeah, um. Uh, I love I, I love uh, Link's Link's Awakening. I definitely will take you up on that to borrow that because I really do want to play that. 
Um, Man, that's so good. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. I'm I'm playing through a link to the past now. Yeah, um, link to the past, so which is too. which has been great. Um, I'm 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 in I'm in the dark world. Nice. Uh, I think I'm on the second dungeon in the dark world. Nice. Um, and then I'm definitely planning on playing through one of seasons or ages next. I'm just I'm kind of going on a little like 2D Zelda tour here. Do because it because I've just been I've just been in love with every single one of them that I've played. Yeah, they're all and, good except yeah, for and, except for Spirit Tracks. Don't play. Well, that. okay. <laughs> yeah, but so so I I think I'm going to continue to to run down this 2D Zelda um, nice. you know, grain for for a little bit. I might be done with Tears of the Kingdom um after one temple you know so i think i i i have some thoughts about tears of the kingdom that have kind of come up over the last week or two um but let's save that for another day um i think that would be a great discussion to have on like an episode where we talk about some of the best games of the year because i still think that it is i just have some thoughts about it that I uh teaser I guess teaser, teaser. For <laughs> so 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 I assume that means that you have not been playing Tears of the Kingdom I have I, okay. I I I played some of it but I haven't gotten as far as I've I've wanted to Well what else have you been playing Um so I started Starfield Yeah have have um, you gotten much further than one menu screen <laughs> <laughs> I've created my character okay, okay I've gotten my spaceship Okay and I flew to the next uh, the first like place where the yeah. bandits are. So I haven't gotten terribly far. I I won't lie. I mean, I guess some more life days ups outside of having a kid. I bought a house, so we're in the process of moving and we're closing, and so there's a lot going on there. And I just had three weddings in seven days. <laughs> wow, it's been it's been a busy it's been a busy few weeks. Uh, we went to, we went to uh, a Ren fair yesterday, both yeah. of us. So that was fun. It was good to see Ronan. He's grown up so much. Like I, I saw him, what two months ago? A couple months ago, yeah. And the difference between then and now is wild. Yeah, yeah, like it, wild. He is a toddler now. It's he's not a baby. He's a toddler. He is for sure. Yeah, yeah he 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 is for sure. He's got he's he's got wants. He gets upset when we take things away. Yeah. Um, Loves you know, ducks. He, yeah, he loves ducks. <laughs> he loves ducks for whatever reason. Ducks, ducks are his jam right now. Um, yeah, he's 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 gotten so he's gotten so big. It's gone so fast. Um, yeah, it's it's like he. It seems like he just hit this. Like he just hit this point where like everything is just. It's all just like flying now. It's just all these yeah. milestones are coming, and he's he's learning so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's crazy. It seems yeah. like every 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 weekend when we have him for like the full weekend it's like there's new things that he's doing that he wasn't doing yeah it's you know, crazy the, the previous weekend so it's yeah yeah no crazy. it's it's so cool yeah um he's he's he looks like he's doing great too which is great um but yes you're you're right dude it it changes so much at, at, like even colby's gonna be five months in like two weeks and like we we went Allison, we were packing up some stuff today and Allison found a size two diaper and she's like, she doesn't fit in these anymore. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that wasn't that long ago. But mm-hmm. but wow, yeah, I mean he's a he's a thick boy, but <laughs> <laughs> but um it's crazy. He still hasn't rolled, but he'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. He'll he's, get there. He's taught he's like blabbing so much now. He doesn't shut up. <laughs> but it was great seeing him yesterday and you guys. Um, but yeah, so I've been I've been playing 
I've been playing Starfield. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm still playing okay. it. I beat I beat um what's it called? The Gerudo um area. Okay. It was a really cool temple. I the Rito temple I didn't like as much. The Gerudo temple I actually really liked. Um I don't know which one you beat, but I did the uh, Rito one. Yeah, that was my that of the two, the Rito one felt more like um the Oh my god the beasts from the first game i forget what it's called the divine beast from the, the first divine game beast. it definitely um did. the second one actually feels a lot more like a zelda temple there's like seven floors there's a bunch of like you know uh rooms and you have to puzzle your way through it it definitely felt more like a zelda temple than the divine beast temple um mm. the 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 rito temple um so i've been playing that kind of and then i started baldur's gate 3 which oh, yeah i'm also only like an hour into so you know um it, it is what it is i i haven't had all the time in the world uh, i need to pick one of these and just kind of play them mm-hmm. instead of trying to do all three i think my goal i think my goal is to probably finish zelda and then uh, allison's very much into baldur's gate everybody's kind of into baldur's gate right now i might move to baldur's gate and then save starfield for later i don't know that's kind of where i'm at too to yeah. be honest like because i've I'm in a similar position to you as Starfield where like I started it, I joined Constellation, but I, basically I played one night and yeah. I did everything I could do in one night and I haven't picked it up since. And it's not that it's like not a, a good game. It's just that like everything that I've heard or read about is that you kind of have to put the time into it for it to really pay off. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just not at a, there's just so much stuff going on right now that I don't feel like right now is the right time for that for me to put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Um, and, and I have put a decent chunk of time into Baldur's Gate 3, which I think is wonderful. Just yeah. an incredible a- achievement. Um, so I'm I'm definitely gonna keep keep playing that one. I'm thinking similar, like turn my attention towards 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 Baldur's Gate and kind of save Starfield for for uh, for another time. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think I think funny enough, all three of those games that I just said are in contention to this episode that we talk about, you know, the the best games of the year. Yeah. Maybe this is one of the best years in the last decade for gaming. It's crazy. Starfield is a great segue into Microsoft (laughs) because I think that this is this was one of the games we talked about this Microsoft wanted this game to succeed which I think it has it has I I, I think that and and I will say from my short time playing it one issue I've always had with a lot of Bethesda games in general even Fallout is that the shooting and the the gameplay mechanics of it never felt great this game feels like it is well polished and put together i haven't run into any glitches i know i'm only like an hour or two in but it the the shooting mechanics and it feel a lot better than other bethesda games i've played even like fallout 4 or like you know things like that yeah. so i'm I, I am excited to play it i like the space motif more than i would say i've ever gotten into the elder scrolls which is hmm. weird because I do like fantasy, I think a little more than sci-fi in a lot of ways. So it's, it's, it's weird. This was, this was, this was what Microsoft was aiming for. This was, this was the reason they pretty much probably bought Bethesda and we can get into that a little later. I'm really excited to get to talk about, uh, about Microsoft, about really Xbox, I guess. And, um, you know, for, for all of the like nostalgic reasons, but also just really excited to talk about like the future, because it just feels like, 
this is the organization that has really been like pushing forward into the future and thinking about disruption and thinking about right. like what is the vision of the future state of this you know look like by by necessity because they are you know sort of the, the in last place right so to speak right exactly whereas the, right whereas the ones who are who are not in last place are you know are very incented to just continue continue with the norm so i've 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 really enjoyed following uh you know microsoft over the last several years and i'm definitely excited to talk about them with you i mean microsoft is not a small company it is big, big a company one of the biggest dollar, in the u.s one of the biggest in the world i think a trillion yeah, dollar ever trillion dollar company right up there with apple um you know uh and decided and they've always kind of been this they've always been i think even from the beginning this gaming they've always been tangentially next to the gaming industry because of micro uh, of windows right right because because of pc gaming right windows was what you played games on you didn't play it on mac you still don't play it on mac to this day you know uh and that and and that's just so tangentially, you know, going back to like when we were younger, I always kind of associated Microsoft with gaming simply because of like my 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 computer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I played Roller Coaster Tycoon on my my PC, you know. I played, yeah. you know, I, I think I even played like Final Fantasy like Final Fan the first few Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 7 on my PC. I never made it far cuz I was like 7 years old, but <laughs> you know, so Microsoft has always been part of this, even as a kid. And like, it was so fascinating to me way back when, back when, you know, we were, we were kids. It was early 2000s, you know, middle school type times. And all of a sudden Microsoft comes out of nowhere at E3 and is like, or not out of nowhere, but you know, it's like, Hey, we're moving into this console market. It's like Sony did maybe like five, six years before 94, maybe like, yeah, six, seven years before. And they were like, we're going to try to be beside these two gaming giants of, uh, well, three at the time in essence, kind of right. It was Nintendo. It was Sony and it was Sega. Those were the three. Then Sega was kind of on the way out. Right. This was right after they kind of came in right after uh, Sega launched the Dreamcast. Uh, 98, 99, they launched the Dreamcast. It, it failed um, terribly, failed which is kind quickly. of sad because the Dreamcast was so ahead of its time. <laughs> it had like a lot of online play before online play was a thing. It had like this really funky controller. Now looking back on it, it kind of looked like a bigger Xbox controller (laughs) from the original (laughs) Xbox time. And so, you know, Microsoft figured that this was the time to do it. It was released in November, 2001. And it was like, Hey, we're here uh, to play with the big dogs. And obviously they had, they were a big company. They weren't worried about that stuff. And, I mean, what did you think when Microsoft, you know, came into this this industry and just decided to like be in the console market? Yeah, I mean, I at the time I was young enough that like I, it wasn't like I heard, oh wow, there's a new console coming out and like Microsoft is releasing a console, like this is a big deal. Like I think at the time I just had no idea that it was a big deal or had no idea it was it was going on. Yeah. Um I you know, I probably I I probably I played it at a friend's house one time. And I think the first time I played it, like I I may not even know what it was. It was just like, hey man, like I got this new box. I, yeah. 
I, I, I got this new console. It's got this like cool new game on it called Halo. Like we should check it out. Um, but little but did yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, little, yeah, but I, I didn't know at the time that this was like how, how important it was, right? Or, or how, how um, infrequent it was going to be for new consoles to launch. Because to me at the time as a kid, it was like every time I discovered there was a new console. It was just, it was like, it was all new to me. It's like, Oh yeah. Sega has a Genesis. Oh, Nintendo has an, a, a new, a new system. Oh, Sega's launching a Dreamcast, right? It's just like, everything was new and this was no different. Uh, but yeah. like looking back, I mean, this is, this was the last successful major console launch. Um, like or in terms of yes. like, like new company entering the right. market. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like you, you haven't had any new company doing hardware. Nope. Um, right. In terms of, in terms of the console space, you could you could argue that the only thing that's even come close would be like Google Stadia and Amazon Luna. Well, which that didn't work. Stadia <laughs> failed. Luna, yeah. I think they're still alive, but you know, on life support. I do think Google Stadia was ahead of its time. I mean, that can be another. That can be something we talk about later. But I mean, I just I, like looking back though. I do remember how innovative the Xbox was. It was. The, the the first one it, it really it really was like it, it came out and they just did a lot of stuff that was uh, that was a little bit different i mean for mm-hmm. one it was it was definitely the most powerful yep. of the consoles that were around then and mm-hmm. like that has changed since right as now there's a lot of parody but at the time it was like yeah. whoa this is like the most powerful console ever but like yes. i remember things I remember silly things like this was the first console that had a built-in hard drive yes um, yes, to, to, to my knowledge, right? Because in the PS2 era, no, they had me- memory cards. You'd use the memory cards. PS2 and the GameCube. The GameCube. I remember. Yeah, you had having memory my memory cards, cards on you had my to GameCube. Stick the little memory. You had to stick and you the had to bring it in. places. Now yeah. the only advantage to the memory card was that you could bring it to other GameCubes. You could bring your save data to your friends. Yes, you could like <laughs> so like you could like bring your Super Smash save or whatever over to your friends, and like you'd have all the characters unlocked. And, and nobody is plugging uh, that forty-pound Xbox or. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair but like but, at the time that that was really cool right like that was really cool and, and and really different and nobody knew i mean i they probably did but that's the norm now it's not totally. like it's not like we're still using memory cards except for the switch nintendo old habits die hard <laughs> nintendo's 20, living in the past 2017 uh, let's use cartridges and memory cards <laughs> but you're you're so right hard drives are everywhere now i mean that's all we use hard drives and um that was that was the first console to have them the other two didn't and uh you know another thing that they had were like built-in ethernet ports for the internet which is kind of you know lead into the biggest innovation of 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 micro of microsoft coming into the console space and that's xbox live yeah to, to, they, that's the game changer totally they 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 completely overhauled the whole system and led the way i mean s- someone would have done it if they hadn't right but they certainly led the way in in, in terms of online multiplayer and mm-hmm. yeah and you're yeah and i i remember like at, in this time i had a ps2 and i had an xbox like the xbox you just plug the ethernet cable in popped on xbox live ps2 i had to buy like a special attachment or something the slide I didn't even on the back PS2 that, could go on the internet. Yeah, yeah, it could. It could. And I don't feel like Sony, uh, Nintendo never caught up, but I don't feel like even Sony caught up until like the PS4 on online play. 
yeah. PS3 wasn't as good either. And we'll we'll talk about it later. But as a kid, you're 100% right. Having that Xbox Live. I never had an Xbox. I, I didn't get an Xbox until the 360. But it was it was a big deal. It was a big deal because it was the first time you could play online with friends and whatever and not need a PC. You know, they brought their expertise in, in computing and computers to the console. And it's 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 literally changed how we play everywhere. It's kind of killed couch co-op and and couch split screen, which I kind of don't like. But it connects you across the like. If I didn't have like the online gaming that I have today, I wouldn't talk to half my friends as much as I do. So you know, positives and negatives. Positives, <laughs> yeah, positives, positives and negatives. But yeah, it was it was it was a big it was a big deal when when it launched. And it's interesting. We talked a little bit about how. Sega kind of like was failing at the time. Sony was doing great and Nintendo was doing great, right? But you just had this seemed like Sony and Nintendo were these two big behemoths. And so what what do you think what why why was Microsoft able to come in and enter this market and be successful when companies like Sega who were had been in the market and had been producing great games for a while just suddenly c- couldn't compete. Yeah. There's I mean for me I think there's one big reason that we both know, but the other two things I'll get to the smaller points I'll get to first. I think that, you know, Microsoft is a big, big, big company and has the money to, for things to fail. So Sega is much smaller, right? So if all of a sudden it's Dreamcast doesn't work, they really never did. They never were able to get into the console space again because Mm -hmm. It failed, and it was such a big hit to to them that they they never bothered or spent the money to get back in. Microsoft, they didn't have. I I think when this team, I you know I don't know you know I don't know what they were thinking, but there there was probably something in them that said, hey, you know, if this Xbox thing doesn't work, we're Microsoft. We have like ninety five percent of the market share on 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 computers. We're not gonna fail because of it, right? So it- I think that helped. Microsoft. They could afford to take a risk. Right. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's, that's like one of the big things. I think the, uh, obviously, I think the biggest thing that we talk about is, you know, Sega got into the market because of Sonic, right? Sonic helped the Genesis stay in the market and fight Nintendo fist to fist. Yeah. Uh, during the Super Nintendo generation and the Sega Genesis generation. And you need that killer app. Nintendo had Mario, uh, Sony. I mean, I guess Sony really didn't. They had Final Fantasy, I guess. Final Fantasy. Um, but Microsoft had Halo. Halo. Yeah. Ha- ha- Halo, Halo was it. Halo Combat Evolved. It it changed the first person shooter genre forever. It's revolutionary, man. It I mean, really it, is. First person shooters were not on consoles mm-hmm. before this, right? Like that's yeah. the thing that like I, I honestly even kind of forgot because these days, I mean, every game is a first person shooter, right? And they're everywhere. And yeah. you ha- and I have all these memories of, you know, the, the 360 being the shooter box and whatever, but like first person shooters were a PC thing because no one could figure out how to, how to make it work on a controller and Halo combat evolved came around and it just, it just blew everyone's mind. They, yeah. they, they pioneered the, the, um, the control system uh, they they uh, they they pioneered this whole thing that is in like every first person shooter today, which is like the mm-hmm. recovering health bar. Yeah. Right. Like yep. every other FPS back then, you had like health, health. and 
if you got shot, you had to go find a little health pack and whatever. Yep. And, and the first Halo did technically still have that. A little it bit. did. You had the it shield did. and then you had the health. Right, right, right. Because yeah. because they because they couldn't change it too much. But you had no. the shield and the shield just like, wow, this is the way that you play an FPS game. And yeah, and every single one of them has has, has been like that. Yeah, man, I, I have this um I have this memory of like the very first time that I I I, I played Halo, right? And again, it's probably I didn't even know what an Xbox was. <laughs> um but I was over at a friend's house and he's probably just like, hey man, like you gotta like check this out, handed me this like gigantic controller. Um, <laughs> it is. You know? It was. It's like, that, what is that, this thing? That Xbox controller was like this big. Dude, it was so big. And it had like a black and a white button in the weirdest spot. It was a weird yeah. controller, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Fond, fond, fond memories. But um, yeah, and and I and he just like pulls up um uh in, in co-op the very last mission of the campaign. Oh man. Which is the one where like you get in the warthog. And you're, you know, you're, you're basically like the halo ring is, is mm-hmm. he's going to explode and you have to drive on the warthog and like yep. escape and classic cla- cl- classic halo mission. Like just like defines the halo. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, little me is like, Oh my God. Like what my mind is just being blown at every like turn, every, you know, elite that we're like running over, you can run over. Like people, like what yeah. is this? what is this? And then just you 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 hit this like last jump at the very end. Yeah, you jump over a gap and clear it, and like land, uh, you know, land like next to the next to the getaway pelican or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like I feel like I feel like my experience with like consoles and with shooter games has just never been the same since then. Yeah. Like Halo yep. changed everything and. I- no doubt that's the reason why the xbox was successful oh, yeah. maybe why they're here today i 100 percent agree halo was to first person shooters the way like mario 64 was to like learning a 3d space or like ocarina of time and i'm putting these in the same breath with some of like the most revolutionary games like that were made at the time right yeah. like halo was there kudos to bungie they did it right in every way that that game was amazing. I love that game. The 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 flood, the twist with the flood at the end, and oh man, it was so good. And man, I I didn't play the first one for a while. Like I said, I didn't have it. I didn't play Halo until I had a 360, and none of my friends had. Um, we all had GameCubes. So, but when I played it again, like I understood how special it was. And the coolest thing about Halo was I feel like it was one of the first games, at least in my memory, that had like the different tier le- difficulties and like you mm. could play it on easy, you could play it, but then if you played it on heroic, it was like, oh, and then if you played it on legendary, legendary. you were you were legendary, right? <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> I remember one time after Halo 3 came out, I think me and one of my old high school friends were like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna come over, we're gonna come over and we're gonna beat halos one two and three on legendary in one night we didn't get very far yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man i respect the confidence yeah what i mean it was hard legendary was hard yeah yeah but it was it was i usually just stuck to heroic heroic was the level below legendary right that was like enough that was enough for me (laughs) i was tired of getting sniped by like the 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 snipers i forget what they're called which, the jackals the jackals <laughs> from like out of freaking nowhere <laughs> just, yeah they just instantly headshot you yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a lot of memories of those jackals mostly in halo 2 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the it's interesting. Like the Halo, everyone thinks about a Halo as like multiplayer. Yeah. And like that's certainly what it's most known for. But I feel like Halo One, especially, it it was the it was the campaign. Oh, Halo One, Two, and Three. That trilogy. Yeah. yeah. The campaign was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they were. And and I guess I just mean like Halo Two and Halo Three. I feel like the multiplayer definitely kicked it up and like by halo three the multiplayer was probably the more important component but yeah the the campaigns in in the first one and second and third they were just awesome yeah so so much fun agreed and the multiplayer was good on the on on halo one but it really found fruition multiplayer in halo 2 because xbox live came out halo 2 came out and it was like the first game to use Xbox Live or at yeah. least one of, right? And you could have those. That's when the 12 year olds calling your mama whore came out and started <laughs> it all, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the beginnings of everything that the, the first tea bag in gaming history <laughs> happened in Halo 2. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Pro- pro- probably not, but I do, I, I do remember that a friend of mine did have a gamer tag called tea bag into victory. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, you, you, you're, you're right on. I, I don't know if Halo 2 was the first Xbox, like the first game to use Xbox live. It's definitely one of them. Yeah. And it, it was the first be. big one, right? Yeah. It was definitely yeah. the first big one. And, and Halo 2 holds like definitely like a very dear place to me. Yeah. It, it's, oh, it's what, I understand from yeah, you and your it's, friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what makes the original Xbox special for me. I mean, Halo 2 came out at like this like inflection point in my life. Yeah, actually, where so the game came out, I was living in California. Um, I'd, I'd been living in California for a long time. You know, I think I was in I, I was in eighth grade, um, played it with a bunch of buddies over there, you know, lo- loved it, had like a had the blast. Um, and um, between eighth grade and ninth grade, my family moved to Massachusetts. Mm. Um, big, big, big freaking move. Yeah, um, that's and across the country. Across the country, start starting high school, and like Halo Two is this like connection connecting point for me, where like because of Xbox Live, um, I could I could still stay in touch with my friends from you know from California. It's actually like the reason why I I sort of like convinced my parents to get me an Xbox and Halo, nice. e- even though I was you know not seventeen or whatever was was because it was like we're gonna be oh, moving yeah, across I was the country. It's rated M. Sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rated, yeah, it's rated M, and uh, and I was, I mean, I was in eighth grade. It was, it was definitely not. It was not a. My mom would not normally buy me an M-rated game, but, but this, I was able to, you know, say like, hey, like this is a way for me to stay in in touch with like with like these these old friends, and you know, I moved, and we did still still play Halo yeah. online together, you know, which is which is which is amazing, and like this, it sounds so simple now because we're all so connected. Right. But but at the time, like there there wasn't much of that going on. Oh no. Um and, and no. so for me, this was this was this thing that just like tied me to this old to, to this old to these old friends who, you know, we'd we'd still get to we'd still get to play Halo together. And it and it also helped me transition a little bit because I was able to find friends here, um, you know, friends in Massachusetts, friends who are still some of my best friends today. And and we sort of bonded over playing Halo and specifically playing Halo 2. Yeah, it's, it's um, so much so that you guys can't 
move on. <laughs> we can't move on. We still play Halo 2 at land parties today. I've, and, I've made it in. I made it to the group. <laughs> you have. You have. You you get the invite. Yeah, man. We're we're going to be friggin' 85 years old in the nursing home playing zombies on foundation. Like, I just have no <laughs> doubt in my mind that this is happening. Um, uh, no, but it, it's it's interesting. You, you you talk about, you know, you and a friend deciding like, hey, I'm going to beat a, you know, I'm going to beat one, Halo 1, 2, and 3 on, on Legendary. The Halo 2 campaigns, we, we used to do this, uh, this cool thing. And again, this is kind of how I like, in some ways, how I like got in with this group of, of, of friends who I, you know, now have is, so we'd, we'd have four of us who would, play a decent bit of halo and we would do what we called legendary races oh my god um and we'd we'd go over to someone's house uh someone would have to bring their xbox and we'd set up two xboxes on two tvs usually like kind of within the same room or whatever and yeah and 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 the whole deal was like okay like we're gonna play sometimes it was a level sometimes it was like i don't know a couple levels or whatever but like we're gonna set it to legendary we're gonna start at the same time and we're racing to see who can who can beat uh, you know, which, first, yeah. which, which co-op pair can, can beat this first. Um, and it was just, it was just stupid fun. And it was, it was a, it was a, a different time. It was a, it was a different time. And you'd sit there and you'd yell at the jackal sniping you and snipe rally. And you'd, you know, you'd like turn and look and see if, see if your friends were, you know, beating, you know, were ahead of you and they were doing some weird thing with the scorpion and like trying to like knock themselves off of the level or whatever. And it was right. just, it, it it was it was a it was a different time like you said but but to because of that like to me that console is just always going to be special to me yeah yeah i mean in a lot of ways that that's kind of the experience like i had with my friends with my with my with with my gamecube like that yeah. was a time where like we were all kids we were playing all these games and you couldn't play online right it wasn't the same clearly with nintendo you couldn't play online but like clearly. you know it's it's so fascinating how that time in in our lives just it was it it we just had so much time to play games with friends and it was like you know you come they come over you sleep over somewhere and you play all hours into the night and man uh, i i kind of miss those times but in a lot of ways i hope that you know colby ronan you know i hope they are able to have those times that's it's not just online because yeah. there's something special about playing all together on a t I, I i just i don't know i hope that it doesn't disappear because i think back to those times and it was a lot of fun we're gonna be the old men screaming at clouds damn kid you gotta play on the same tv <laughs> <laughs> well it's going away though and that's I such know a it sad is. part like call of duty you can't even do it anymore i know i know you know halo infinite i think you can i think you can do a split screen on the xbox maybe it, it, it like it was controversial because it wasn't there at release they had to oh, like it wasn't yeah, yeah. To, like, i think they added it in later yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but, it's tough to do these days uh, like I don't yeah know. it's it, it's it's dying off i mean it, it it really is and i'm i hear you i'm also really excited to see what that looks like for our kids because it's not going to be the same no but i i think there there will be something that is similar to that where the whole idea is like it's this core memory of when you're a child and it's magical and there's you're you're, you're doing something with friends that you all just love it could be yeah. video games it could be whatever board games right? you know board whatever games, whatever whatever they happen to be really into right and yeah and you can just you can just 
pour all of yourself into that for a little while. And, uh, and, and I, I look forward to, to seeing what that looks like for them. Yeah. But we still, the two, okay, what we need to do though, as I was thinking about this, when Ronan and Colby are old enough, play Mario Kart with them and kick their asses. Totally. Like they, <laughs> just, they, they need I to mean, know. They need to know, right? <laughs> That's what I'm excited for. They need to know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. I mean, Halo was something else. I mean, you can't talk about Microsoft. You can't talk about Xbox without Halo. Yeah, it literally, I don't even remember what else was on the original Xbox. So it, it actually had some pretty good games and it had some pretty good exclusives too. Like I, I, I actually kind of, you kind of forget a little bit about it, but um, I mean, there were games on there like um, Morrowind and Knights of the Old Republic. Morrowind and KOTOR were on there. They, yeah. I think they were both Xbox exclusives. Yeah, they were original I, Xbox. I Because I think Bioware was an Xbox exclusive for a while. Because I remember Mass Effect also on the 360 was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and and, but like and 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 the game before Mass Effect and after Night Seal Republic, criminally underrated Jade Empire. This Um, is one I had never heard of. Yeah, see this game. I think this game is so underrated. I loved Jade Empire. Yeah, it was it was Bioware's. It was the RPG that Bioware made after Night Seal Republic, and before Mass Effect. It it was. Uh, I remember the cover of this game. I yeah. never played it, but I remember the cover of this game. Yeah, it's like set in the, you know, it, it, it's set in Asia, right? So it's more of like an Eastern vibe. Yeah, it did. It didn't. It was a new IP, a new world. So it didn't have like the strength of the Star Wars brand. At the yeah. same time, I don't think there was the same like world building that there was in, in Mass Effect. Yeah, um, but I, I thought the game was was great. I, you know, it had the same classic. Bioware, Paragon Renegade. I forget exactly what they called it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, it had the same thing, right? Where you got to the light side versus dark side. And it was a little bit more action. Like the combat was, was like you like, I, I just remember playing this, um, I, I don't know, like this, like, like thousand cuts or like tire strike or something. And I would just like go around and I would just like beat the crap out of people, punch them a bunch of times or like use this little tiger claw things. And that's cool. Yeah. It was much more action oriented than Night of the Republic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I loved it, and and it, um, that it was it was the Xbox exclusive, um, so that there there were a lot of of really good games on the system. But yeah, I, I feel like the the original Xbox didn't really get. I mean, it was it was the it was the beginning, right? So it didn't it, it didn't feel super popular. Yeah, the was time. the original Fable on Xbox? Yes, it was. Oh, so they did have a bunch, and now they're they trying. Did. To, yeah, yeah, they really yeah. did. Yeah, I was so in. In in my <laughs> in my Nintendo era that I I completely lost your lost little track Nintendo cloud. I played Kotor when it came out on PC. That's when I played it. Yeah, man, Kotor, peak Star Wars. <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I know. You got the ending spoiled for you, and if you know the ending, it's like, eh. Yeah, I I, I, st- I I started playing it on iPad at one point. IPad. Yeah. Yeah, it got it, like years and years after it obviously had come out, and I, um, I someone had already told me the ending, and I, I got stuck at one point, and I just never, uh, yeah. never picked it back. I'm up. not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it, but it has, to this day, one of the best plot, uh, plot twists I have ever seen in a video game. Like it comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> anyway, but the Xbox. You know, it didn't, it didn't like it was against the PS2, right? It didn't sell bananas. 
I think it was more on like the GameCube level of sales. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but uh, you know. The next one that came, and this is as we were getting into high school, right? Like this is this is like 2007, 2006, 2007, a time where, you know, I feel like we were old enough to play like mature, mature, more mature games and um and Xbox came out punching in 2005 with the 360. The Xbox was a good starting point. This was what solidified Microsoft in its staying in the gaming space, the Xbox 360. For sure. Uh for sure. I mean this 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 system, I mean I, I think to this day maybe the first the only Xbox that has really like challenged to be the 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 market leader um in terms of in terms of sales and all that and and I think globally you know the the PS3 and the the 360 had pretty similar sales numbers but it that that probably is 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 internationally where Sony is way better in the west at least where I was it it didn't feel this way at all it felt like no. everybody had a 360 yep some people had PS3s, but everybody had a 360. Well, this was where Microsoft was smart. The PS3 came out at such a high price. And they, I think the Xbox 360 wasn't cheap, but it was like a, at least $100 cheaper yeah. than the PS3 at launch. That changed over the course of like, you know, time or whatever. But the it, it priced itself so correctly. And I remember like it had the hard drive, the 360. This is the one thing I remember the 360 it had the hard drive that was detachable. It was detachable. It That's was. right. And so then you, 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 you fix the problem of the memory card <laughs> <laughs> rather than having a little memory card. Xbox. You just said this giant, a big gigantic friggin' thing. I mean, really in reality, like, who would have thought of a whole hard drive as detachable at the time? You know, like that was kind of revolutionary. This console was something else. This is the reason this console, I mean, the we sucked, but this is, the, <laughs> but this is yeah. the reason why I, this console was the reason why I stopped being solely a Nintendo kid. 360. And did so it that's for you. saying something. It got you into right? it. It is. It totally you know? is. And, and you just talked about like some of the games that were on like the, the original xbox like but this 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 box had a lot of games this box had like like i said i went in when i got my 360 i i i bought it and obviously i got halo halo 3 that was the, the first thing i got right but i was in gamestop man i haven't said that sentence in a long time <laughs> Too long. and and i was just looking for games and i just picked up mass effect cover didn't tell me really anything about it i picked it up Mass Effect 1 is one of my favorite games of of not all time. Uh, I'd say it's in like the top 10 games yeah. of all time. That first Mass Effect. Now, I have come to a aware, very aware of how terrible the first person shooting in that game was or the third person third shooting person. in that game. Yeah. It was pretty terrible, but the story in Mass Effect 1, oh my God, unbelievable. It, it's un and, unbelievable. And, and it still stands up. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I think I've talked about it before. I played it in the last year or so. Um, and and I the first one, like it still it still stands up. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, it, th there were some great there were some great games on the 360. I mean, I remember it, it first off. I mean, it kind of felt like this system had everything. This was the thing where like exclusives were not as 
quite as big of a deal as they are as they were in later generations. No, the 360 had it. It had it all. It had everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it had it, but it also did have a ton of great exclusive games. I mean, the the game that like if 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 Halo was the thing that launched the original Xbox, I think it's actually Gears of War that really launched the 360. Hundred percent. Right, Gears of War was so good. The original right. Gears of War, it, it, the original Gears of War. It was just this. It, it, once again, it was Microsoft coming out with this game that just elevated an entire genre. Mm-hmm. The and, third and, person shooter. The third person shooter. Yeah. Like active reloading. Yeah. You remember like the the like, chainsaw, the, the gore. Yeah, the chainsaw. You could just yeah. run up and just chainsaw curb stomping. That was like the first, that was like when yeah. curb stomping game became like big. Yeah, you would take yeah. the the long shot, the sniper rifle, and you could literally pop someone's head. Like it yep. popped, and Ooh, it was just that's, like, that's literally where boom headshot came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, it's the like, characters were cool. Man, that game was so Marcus good. Phoenix. Man, Col- the cold trade. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 game this game was was great. Still holds up too. It's another game that still holds up T- totally. And and this is it was another game that was very much about the the the, the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, right? And it, like similar to the original Halos, even it was like you you would you would get you would get your three sixty or you'd go over to your buddy's house with their three sixty and you co you play co op mm-hmm. through through the campaign, right? Yep. That that was that was the way to do it. Yeah. Um. The the multiplayer in the Gears One was actually pretty good. It didn't yeah. have oh, yeah. ton, it didn't have a ton of people who played it, I think, but like it was it was it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, like Gears it, 2 multiplayer kind of took off. Yeah. And I played a lot more of Gears 2 than Gears 1. But I mean, this this there would be no Gears 2 if Gears 1 wasn't as good. Right. And and this was a so this was a time where it was like all of a sudden Microsoft once again creates this new IP, new new shooter IP mm-hmm. that that is just you know blows everybody away and is a must play game and it's exclusive mm-hmm. to, to 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 their environment right so this is what kind of sets um sets them up to be you know again this gears of war plus then halo 3 coming out like a year later yep. sets them up to be like the shooter box and like this is where they had all of the best shooter games and yeah um, all the shooter games around the call of duty was best on the xbox back then it was just like um around this time like every every game was a first person shooter <laughs> it was every game was the first <laughs> it really shooter. was but but it was it was even more than just the you know multiplayer or whatever like i'm pretty sure bioshock was yep. an xbox exclusive i think so shooter. i'm like 95 percent sure it was it de- I, think it, I think it later came out for some reason it got two points better on uh metacritic on the xbox than the ps3 but i think it came out first on the xbox it came out first on the xbox and then it came out it was like that one of those timed exclusives, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. It came out first, but yeah, it was. It, it it once again had all of these all of these great um great great games on it, and I agree with you. To- totally solidified Microsoft's position in the market, almost like that was their that was their thing at the time. Yeah, right. It was like if you wanted to play shooter games, like this is where you do it. Yeah. Is, is 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 on on Microsoft's console? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure. It was, and for me personally, like coming from Nintendo and playing a lot of like, still love those games. I still play all those games to this day. But having a console that, as I went into high school, you know, coming out in 07, like you know, or oh six. Um, and being like a junior, senior in high school, going into college and, and wanting to play something more mature at the time that had like, you know, 
real like by i love bioshock bioshock is so good same thing with mass effect gears of War, like dark more gruesome uh and 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 more th- this is no hit against nintendo but a lot of thought-provoking games hmm. bioshock you know like the whole underwater utopia and, and all of that very you know dystopian fantasy right on top of the sci-fi with halo <laughs> you know it was a it was so good for me at the time to expand my playing at that time and all my friends got 360s you know right around when i did when i got one all my friends were like oh 360 whoa PC. this this halo game this halo this this halo game Halo's pretty good huh? um <laughs> and and it just and this was also like when you know xbox live definitely continued to get better and better the game chat was 10 times better the ui interface was was leagues like we talked about earlier leagues ahead of even the playstation 3 at that time it was the only console where you had to pay for online though xbox live was the time xbox gold was the only one you had to pay for online and i remember I had a few friends that had a PS3 and they were like, well, I don't have to pay for online play. And I was like, yeah, but it's not nearly as good as Xbox Live. <laughs> Xbox Live had it down to a T and what was it like $5 a month? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, as a high schooler, I guess I kind of did, but <laughs> I didn't have like all the income in the world, but that, that Xbox Live and that UI on the Xbox 360 was actually really intuitive and it, they, they really made that console right. They still to this day haven't gotten the UI right after the 360. Like they nailed no. it with the blades or whatever on the 360. And every other console, the UI has sucked. Yeah. So the, terrible. The, 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 the Series X is okay. Comparatively, I get it. Not okay. Maybe. But it's okay. <laughs> it's passable. Yeah. But with all the good that we talk about with uh, the 360, we can't talk about uh, some of the bad. <laughs> And the debacle on the 360 that was the Red Ring of Death. Red Ring of Death, man. Like no everybody knew about this. No other console before or after has dealt with this problem. Right. It like like there was like no other consoles had this expectation of like oh yeah you get it and like it's possible that it just stops working and that's just normal. Yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. That happens. And that was part of the reason why I didn't get it right away. I waited for like the later models to come out. Okay. I had my own problems with my Xbox, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, the red, did you, did you have one that got the red ring? So I did. I did. Although it's kind of, kind of cheated. I sort of made mine red ring. What you, you intentionally made your Xbox red I, ring. I kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? I, so Something was wrong with it. The first 360 that I got, um, this is actually like one of the first things that I ever bought with like my own money. Like I worked a summer job at Dunkin' Donuts. I, I, you know, saved up money and Halo 3 came out in like September or something. And I bought an Xbox 360 to play Halo 3 with like my own goddamn money. Yeah, um, good and so like this is like a big deal to me at the time. And, and I remember I was playing it. I played it for like just a couple of months even maybe and like something was wrong something was weird i don't remember what it was exactly but like i tried to get in contact with like microsoft support and they're basically like yeah sorry we can't do anything about it it's it's fine they wouldn't fix it they were it. being a big company that didn't they were being a big company things we wouldn't fix it but i knew and had seen and had read that very specifically if your console red rings They'll replace Microsoft it. will replace it. So I was like looking up, like, how do I make my console? Like, how do I do this? And I ended up at one point just like 
wrapping it like, like wrapping towels around it because I, I i thought i had to do it over over being overheated so i i wrapped t- i wrapped like bath towels around it turned it on i don't remember if i played it i might have just left it on for a while <laughs> like went to bed or something and sure enough uh there were those three red rings when i looked and i said like yes okay and i i reached back out to microsoft support and they sent me a new one nice um, and did that one work well it worked well until a couple of years ago when it died. Uh, uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. We we were we were we were at we were at a Halo party. Trying oh, I, remember, to, I think I was probably there. I think you were probably there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I think Kevin was trying to get the the um, oh, the disc di- out. The disc drive to open. The disc drive wouldn't open anymore, so we were like sticking a knife in there trying to like pop it out, and um, I think it it died. So I, th- uh, I think that was the first time I was like, hey guys, you know. We could all just play the Master Chief Master Collection, and they were like, "No!" <laughs> and we all like you, like you had three heads. <laughs> You're like, "No friggin' way!" Yeah. So it, so so it, yeah, it it, it worked. Um, I, sorry, Microsoft. I'm not sorry. No, um, I'm not. Don't worry, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're so doing they're doing fine. They're right doing now. fine. So 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 yours didn't. Your, your, Mine yours never, never red ringed. So okay. there was like three r- red lights that you could get. Right, the three red lights was the red ring. You had the one, two, three. Right. Yep. There was a one red light and a two red light as well. The two red light was an overheating issue, mm. right? The Xbox would overheat, it would turn off, and then you just wait a minute and you could turn it back on. And it didn't happen all the time. My Xbox 360 was freaking loud. <laughs> it, it sounded like a race car and it overheated, but Microsoft obviously wouldn't fix it. And I was like, well, it, it, I just kind of turn it off and turn it back on and then it works for like another three weeks. So, you know. It's not a huge deal, but man, there was one time I forget what game I was playing, but I was, I hadn't saved. Cause remember back then autosave wasn't really a, quite a yeah. thing yet all the time. So you had to like save and I hadn't saved in a while and it overheated and it shut off and I lost like four hours of something. And oh, no. let's just say I never played that game ever again. Yeah. I, I, I believe it. Yeah, I, I would too. I'm like, well. <sighs> That's that's it for me. I guess that's it. I guess I'll never know how you know whatever game I was playing ends. <laughs> yeah, though, wow. so, but I never got the red ring. Yeah, just the two. That I I I I wasn't special enough to get three red rings. I got sixty six percent of of the red ring. <laughs> <laughs> I I wonder what the percentage is. Like I I, I would love to. It announce. must have been huge. If Microsoft was replacing them for free, it must have been a huge percentage. Yeah, right. Like it, ha- it had to be pretty significant. But what is like? It wasn't twenty percent. Was it ten percent? I don't know. Was it five percent? Like I, I don't know. Is that? I mean, is is five percent big for consoles just breaking automatically? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Wikipedia will tell us. Okay. Okay. You know what? Keep talking while I look. <laughs> so, so um, there, there were there were a couple of things on the, the 360 that that stand out to me, and and this just may have just been like this is where I played it or or, or how I played it, uh, but there were certain things that came out that are just like quintessential 360 to me. We've talked about several of them: Mass Effect, the entire Gears of War series, Bioshock, but um, Call of Duty Four was was on the Xbox 360, and that's the way that I played it and it's where i think it was the biggest right and to me like call of duty 4 modern warfare i think we've talked about this a little bit already too like this is what started the whole call of duty craze that is still going on today it's the reason why now we're at the you know at the the time we're recording this modern warfare 3 is coming out soon 
Yeah. Right. And or like the Modern Warfare 3 remake or whatever. Like we're and the reason why we're at so many, you know, remakes and they keep slapping Modern Warfare on is because like that Modern Warfare name is just such a big deal. And it started it started with Call of Duty 4, which which was everywhere. But again, for me, like this was a 360 game. Um, and I have very, very fond memories of of playing a lot of multiplayer in that game. Yeah. Modern Warfare 1, the original one, was one of the first first-person shooters outside of Halo. I was I loved Halo. I didn't like most other first-person shooters. I hated World War II shooters because I hated how the guns they to make them feel realistic fucking sucked. <laughs> and I just couldn't get into it. But the modern the modern part of modern warfare really allowed me to actually enjoy those shooters. I've come to learn since that I'm just not good on controller with mm. um first person shooters, and I'm much better on PC. <laughs> but that game I liked. I liked that game a lot. I didn't play it a crap ton my friends loved it but i was i was much more halo kid than which you know i think you were too in a lot of ways but i I was much more halo 3 player over a over a modern warfare player i didn't play a lot of halo 3 if i'm being honest well that's because you guys were still playing halo 2 (laughs) 10 years after it came out (laughs) we were we were no but even like online like i was so excited oh the next halo game i definitely played it a little bit but I was disappointed by Halo 3. Ah, you're crazy. For sure. I you're was. crazy. I uh, yeah. Well, and it's Halo. funny. Like I look back now and I'm like, oh man, I was crazy. I should were crazy. I should have played more Halo 3. But it was just like it, it wasn't Halo 2. It was missing <laughs> that certain something for me. Um yeah, the and nostalgia. It just, <laughs> and it just didn't, it just didn't, it just didn't hold me. You had so many good memories of Halo 2 that it, it it blinded you from how much better Halo 3 was. It's so it's so funny. This is like this is a cycle with Halo games. Depending on when you start playing Halo, it's like you the first one you love. The next one comes out, you don't think that it's as good or it does not get the same critical reception, and then like you look back on it years later and you realize that it was underrated. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like this happened. Or was okay. <laughs> okay, fine. But I feel like this happened with Halo Reach. Oh, oh, Reach was the next one. Oh, you're yeah. 100% right. Reach was really good. Reach was the next Looking one. Looking back, Re- Reach was excellent. But at the time, right, it came out. It wasn't Halo 3. Yeah. People, it didn't have Master Chief. People were disappointed in it. It had a different shielding system, too. The health went back to having a health bar in the shield instead of just the shield, like in Halo oh, I 3. I about that. Yeah. And they added all those perks, like the they added, jump they added pack the and, and all those things. But do you remember the story in Halo Reach? Did you play the story in Halo Reach? I did. The end of that game where you're yeah. just on the hill and the game doesn't end until you die amazing the, the word survive just pops up <laughs> yeah. on the screen like um, yeah amazing top amazing. top top gaming moment for sure oh my god yeah. that was insane i was playing that with my brother and we got to the end and we we tried to live as long as we can and it was and then it just the game just ended and i you know you you it was one of those games where like oh well the good guys are gonna get out right they'll make it off the planet and all that but no that was it see you just I, died on the hill i I had I was all under the Halo lore at this point. I'd even read like a couple books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I knew what happened on Reach. I knew that everyone was gonna die. And like yeah. And, and it's like and, Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, like right, like I knew everyone was gonna die. You know, 
Master Chief is the only Spartan. <laughs> like, I've played my Halo. I remember this. He's the yeah. only one. Hmm, I'm playing a whole squadron of other Spartans. There's a bunch of other Spartans here. I wonder what's going to happen to them. I'll give you a hint. They're not going to be alive in a couple of years when, <laughs> when we're playing as Master Chief, right? So right. Uh, I, I think I knew I knew how it had to end, but it was just such a great way to end it. The conclusion was predetermined. Yeah. But 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 it let there be some real closure for you as as the player. Like there's yeah. this real sense of finality that like like you you don't have a chance there. Like I, I as far as I know, there's no way to actually win. Oh no, I don't think um, there is. I, don't I think, think they just is, keep right? coming until they die. And and they just keep it just keeps getting more difficult and spawning more things, right? So but but it but it gives you agency in like how your story ends, which I yeah. think is re- was really cool and really, really important for the whole vibe of the game. Yeah, I think the wow we're talking about halo a lot but i think the halo that everybody forgets that came out on the 360 was odst yeah i've never played it actually you've never played it it was so different because you're not a spartan yeah the orbital drop shock trooper yeah 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 yeah. and and the story was cool the thing i remember that that game released was the horde mode which was really cool horde mode for halo odst had a horde mode huh and not to get, we'll go back. I want to talk about Gears to uh, Gears Two at some point because that was the best horde mode. But uh, ODST had a horde mode, and it was it it wasn't it wasn't nearly as good as Gears, but it was kind of fun. It was it yeah. was it was cool. It was kind of like a Halo vibe on uh, horde. But that game was underrated too. I look back on that one. I wish that I heard about that game more now than I did at the time. I, I really want to go back and play that game because I've heard good things about it and I've heard it's underrated. I feel like Halo Infinite is having a similar moment in time yeah. as we've described with some of these other Halos where like it comes out and like it's a disappointment. And then you look back on it a little bit later and it's actually like, oh, wait a second. Is this good? Yeah, I think this is good. <laughs> I think we'll get into this a little later because I think every generation of Xbox really you have to talk about Halo. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I feel that way with Inf- I've been feeling that way with Infinite recently. But yeah, so ODST, yeah, that was good. You should definitely go back and play it. But the one thing I think my most fond Xbox 360 memory was playing Horde mode. There's one night, but playing Horde mode in Gears of War 2. That Horde mode was I don't know if there's ever been a better Horde mode. Than Gears of War too. It's the first game that did it, right? Yeah, it was the first game that did it. Uh, at least, at least on like a console or things like that, yeah. or at least in that way. And there were it had like fifty waves, and it it got so hard by the end. But I remember there was one night, uh, me, my brother, and my friend, we were we were like determined. We were determined. We found the right map. You mm-hmm. had you had to find the right guns. It was long too. It took like two, three hours to beat the whole thing. And it was like we started at like eleven at night, and we went to like three, four in the morning. But we finally beat the whole thing, yep. and we were all like, "Man, that might have been one of the greatest achievements in my gaming career." <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Oh man, a- that- achievements came out on the three sixty. Oh my god! First time, yes, uh, first one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Xbox 360 was unbelievable. I really do, truly, in my heart of hearts, believe that that generation of gaming, the Xbox 360, was the best. Yeah, 
I, I I did. I also played some Horde mode. I feel like I played more of it in Gears Three, but Gears Three, we played Horde mode together in Gears I think, Three. I think we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that did. was when we finally met. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I I do think I I remember a similar night. It might not have been Halo Halo uh, or Gears Two, and I don't remember if we ever actually beat it. But I have a similar um, memory of like being in my basement, like linking up a couple of different 360s. Like everyone had at this point, like we, we all had our own TV and we were like landing horde mode and we were yeah. just like getting after it. Um, and in, yeah, like that, that was a special, a special time. Ge- yeah. Gears was, Gears was a special game. Gears was good. Uh, but all good things must end just like 41.2% of Xbox 360s red ringed. 40 <laughs> percent according to some surveys there were never any official numbers set out by microsoft but surveys that game informer did in some other places said that they could have had a failure rate of up to 54 percent i said i threw out 20 percent i was like nah, that's that sounds pretty high 40 percent somewhere between crazy. 41 and 52 percent that's insane off of a quick you know google search sure but wow. that's what Game Informer came up with in 2009. So there you go. Um, damn. Yeah, yeah. And just as the as your Xbox 360 died from the Red Ring of Death, um, Microsoft kind of took a turn here. I feel like every single one of these three episodes that we've talked about, there's always been this 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 dip this yeah lag this this dull for nintendo it was the wii u for for this for playstation it was kind of the ps3 that kind of was the dip even funny enough um i think the ps3 ended up selling more consoles than the xbox 360 in that time but it didn't feel it it really didn't yeah but as we moved on uh we come to 2000 i think 11 11 or 12 i forget exactly when the xbox one came out 2013 wow it was lo- it was later than i thought 2013 yep you know what's funny i was i maybe i'm naive but i was excited like just like the wii u i was excited for the wii u i was excited for the xbox one uh, <laughs> I, I i was you know it was a new, Look at you. it was a new console and there were some things that like seemed really cool that apparently nobody liked like the one thing that i loved the most and probably nobody else on the earth (laughs) used this feature was that you could connect your cable box to your xbox one (laughs) and i didn't have to go back and forth between my xbox and my and my cable box on my tv and you know what (laughs) that was sweet that was ahead of its time man i'm telling you that was ahead of its time and i was so pumped for that and i think that this was actually one of the things that didn't help Microsoft because they sold it as a console that was your home entertainment system instead of a gaming console. It kind of feels like how Nintendo sold the Wii to everybody and it kind of killed the hardcore gaming, the actual gamers on Nintendo for a little while there. This feels like kind of like that same disaster um, that happened with the Xbox One. And they also had the Kinect. Those are the things that I think really. The Connect. I forgot about the Connect. Also, I didn't use it to play any games. But well, I'll tell you what. But? I used that thing to turn on my Xbox without having to touch a button 110,000 okay. times. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, did, did, did they stop selling it with a Connect eventually? They like, did. did that, 
They did. Yeah, I, I think thought. the original Xbox ones came with a Connect. Or no, no, no. I think what happened, and I could be wrong, but I believe it was fifty dollars more, and you got the Connect included. You could buy the Xbox One without a Connect or with a Connect for fifty dollars more. And me, being you know the stupid twenty-something-year-old I was, was like, "Oh yeah, I want that. That sounds really cool." Because <laughs> like you could raise your hand <laughs> on the Connect, and the Connect would identify that it was you and log you into your <laughs> Xbox ID. And so if your friend was over, it's like reading they your could tips. they could raise their <laughs> hand, and then they'd notice their face. And it would log them into their Xbox ID. And if you had guests, they would be like, how many guests do you have? And it would give you like all the titles. Because remember how stupid annoying it was to like add guests on the 360? I do. Yeah. So this was like the thing to fix that. But apparently nobody cared. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, it it's funny because you're talking about that. And like, it feels a little ahead of its time, right? In right? the sense that like now we're like everyone looks at their phone and it unlocks and. Right. Right, um, you know, facial recognition is so much more of a of a thing now. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Connect was just a big meme, right? It ended up <laughs> sure being just was. a huge meme. The Xbox One in general was. I mean, I think you're right. Um, instead of focusing on the the gaming the gamer demographic, where they tried to focus on like everybody else, and it just it just backfired. And people were not. That's not what people were interested in. That's not what people wanted. Right. Um. And, and again, like maybe like a lot of that stuff is now standard, but it's more standard like on your tv right like watching Mm -hmm. cable or like netflix everything it's just like it's all on your tv now yeah and xbox was kind of trying to do that you know beforehand but i think it's like you know i can buy a 300 400 xbox that plays games and does this or i can um and it's focused on doing this we're like i'll just go get like a little roku yeah for for 85 bucks or whatever I, i actually didn't play many games during during this era yeah um, I, I think that, you know, I, I was this I was just I was like graduating college, starting my first job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I didn't have a ton of money to be to be like throwing around on that. I still had my, you know, my, my 360. I think I mostly played the, 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 the 3DS at this time. Like, I think yeah. I mostly would just play like Mario Kart and Pokemon or whatever. But there you go. Um, but but I, I remember very specifically with the Xbox one, I, again, it was like my first job out of out of school. I was living on my own in, a, in, in, in an apartment. And I remember like looking at my bank account and doing the whole calculations of like, all right, I'm getting paid on this day. If I, <laughs> like if I, I can afford to go buy a, a new Xbox and like a TV or like a monitor to play it on this weekend. But it only like I really should like only probably swing it if I try and get a little bit of extra money somewhere yeah. else. And so I, you know, looked around and I said, ah, I have an unopened copy of Majora's mask, a sealed copy of Majora's mask, a sealed copy. If only you waited till today. To I know. Sell it. I know. I had a sealed copy of Majora's mask and I, I went on eBay and I sold it for a hundred bucks. <laughs> um, and I basically bought a monitor with that hundred bucks and that's that's when I bought my uh, my, my my Xbox One, you but it was so late. Crazy. It was late in the cycle. Now they're going for like nine grand. N- no, they're not nine grand. No friggin' way. No friggin' way. Nine hundred, maybe. Jesus Christ, sealed, sealed, near mint. Jesus Christ. So All you right. might not have got that, but probably not. I do remember it. It did have a little bit of a um, like a little bit of a imperfection in the corner um, yeah yeah that's fair but yeah I, I i got for christmas one year 
I got two copies of Zelda Majora's Mask, and this was back when it wasn't necessarily super easy to return things. So I just like, I obviously played one of them and then I just sort of held on to yeah. one and was like, uh, you know, and then I, I I dug it out and I bought an Xbox. But yeah, I, I wasn't playing as, as, as many of these games. So it's actually kind of when I sort of, I sort of like eventually transitioned into PC gaming around this time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which like, I mean, also microsoft but like yeah, microsoft's still happy yeah but like for me at least i wasn't really playing a ton of uh that pc games necessarily but now it's like all right well now i've got like a little bit nicer computer and 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 it's just all of a sudden it's just like it's just a, a new world we talked about with the with the, the 360 and the xbox like halo and gears and nothing kind of came out with the xbox one there was no exclusivities i think microsoft's like gears four came out i think at some point and i think mm-hmm. halo five came out yep. at some point but once you get to like four and five of a series there's not many series that like when you get to four and five is the same you know i think it works with for mario and zelda and some of those i like metroid and some of those other games because those games are all very different and they're all kind of encompassed in their own game. And then they're not connected to like right. the other game, right? Like Super Mario 64 is not connected to Mario Odyssey, you know? And so they're isolated and that's why they're good. I mean, and, and, and the gameplay is totally different. Right, right, right. Um, but, but gears always like the, the trilogy of gears was, was its own thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, the trilogy concluded and it clearly had like an end to its trilogy, but we have to, we have to produce a gears Four. Mm-hmm. I don't even think gears four was actually that bad gameplay wise and story wise, but like it didn't, it didn't hold the same way at that point. And same thing with like, Hey, I, I think halo four, I think, I don't remember if halo four came out on the Xbox one or the Xbox. I think it was a 360 game actually, but halo five definitely came out on the one and it just yeah. didn't, it didn't hold. You weren't even master chief in halo half a halo five, <laughs> you know? And, and I think that, I think there was a lot of transitions going on. Like Bungie had moved over to destiny. Yeah. And uh, so halo is getting done being done by three, four, three now. And I think it just, it didn't hit like some of the the games that came out on it either they were both on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 1 right so it didn't really matter which one you had that Call of Duty thing that you talked about on the 360 all of a sudden Sony had a deal with Activision Blizzard where it was like play it first on you know uh PS4 right Call of Duty and then I think one of the games that came out at the P uh, on the Xbox one launch was like rise. And it was like, yeah, rise son of Rome. And it's like, what, (laughs) what What was this? And so, you know, like I still played it, but I played all the games that came out on, on the PS4 too. You know, I didn't play, there were no Xbox exclusive. There was nothing that like hit you with the, uh, the Xbox branding like in previous generations which was kind of sad you know i used it as a full entertainment i i guess i did what microsoft wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> i used it for my cable i used it for you know netflix i used it for all of these streaming services but i didn't play nearly as many games as i as i hoped you know and so it was kind of sad it was it was kind of sad and it was a long time like 
that that thing was out for seven years between it and the Xbox One X that came out. It's like iteration on 4K gaming um, mid-cycle. And they couldn't compete. Looking back on it now against the PS4, there was no competition. You know, and it wasn't like even Nintendo was doing much. This is the time that the Wii U came out. So it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't like it was getting hit by it, but the the PlayStation 4 kept coming out with all of these solid single player games and Microsoft just couldn't keep up. But you saw from this Microsoft's response. There was a, a few things that Microsoft responded to with this. I think one's bigger than the other, but I think they're both relatively important. This is finally when Microsoft was like, we're going to buy all these studios. We're going to buy up every single studio that you can imagine, and we're going to finally get those single player games. Now, has it fully come to fruition? I feel like Starfield is like the first one of those, and there's definitely some that I'm still excited for. Um, Avowed, is one that I'm excited for that's coming out from Obsidian. You know, there's going to be a new Fallout. Hopefully that'll be good. You know, Elder Scrolls 6 is going to only be on Xbox. There's no way that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be on a Sony console. Yeah, no (laughs) Um, no way. Well, then I don't know. I mean, Call of Duty will eventually, but I think Call of Duty will because it's multiplayer. There's no reason for a single player game to go on a Sony console. I think it will be only on the Xbox platform. Yes. Where the Xbox platform is when the Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, I'm not sure. Right. And that leads to the second thing. This yeah. is where Microsoft has transitioned. Game Pass. They they launched Game Pass on June 1st of 2017. God, it feels six years ago. Crazy. Yeah, I remember thinking it was dumb. I was like, this is so stupid. I'm Same. Not, I'm, not Same. Paying, I'm not paying. I'm not paying that much money for this, these games I don't want to play. You're like, already no making way. me pay for Xbox Live. No way am, am I, I paying have to pay for this. that again. Yeah. Yeah. No, no way am I doing this. And I, I didn't <laughs> even like, I, yeah, it came out and I was not interested at all. Didn't even look at it twice. You know, didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, um, but it's, I mean, yeah, it launched in this Xbox One era. It was there for, you know, three years. Yeah. And, and until, and I mean, Microsoft kept investing in it, kept having, you know, this vision. And I think it really took off as, the xbox hit you know more of the 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 most recent generation right series x the series x but yeah this is this is when it launched this is when this first microsoft first sort of started to to think about um how to to do gaming how, how the gaming business model could work this way and now it is game pass is everything it's oh, at yeah. the, the center of the ecosystem. It is the it is the single thing that defines Xbox to the point that like I think you're starting to even see Microsoft move the branding away from Xbox Game Pass to just Game Pass. Yeah. Microsoft it, Game Pass or something or like that. Sort. Game Pass. Just yeah. it's it's evolving into this thing that is bigger than Xbox, yeah. right? And they're and they're they're changing the the nomenclature to um to you know oh to, yeah because it's game pass ultimate now it doesn't it's not xbox game pass ultimate it's game pass ultimate and 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 when you see like the the logo on certain things there'll be like the xbox logo but it'll say game pass underneath yeah. it yeah yeah, right? yeah 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 like they're they're just they're very much transitioned to this but yeah game pass it started then it was really really small um and it's just gotten bigger and bigger and grown more and more important and i think the thing that for me that really sold Game Pass was once they started buying 
these studios. Yeah. And they said, Hey, you're going to get this. If you have game pass, every game, every Xbox game studio that you have that we own is going to be on game pass day one included. Yeah. That's what sold me when they said that, you know, Halo is going to be there. Great. Gears is going to be there. Great. That's great. But now all of a sudden, Bethesda is on there. And so do I get all of Bethesda's back catalog? Yep. You sure do. You do. You sure do. If if and when the Activision Blizzard catalog, it's probably going to all go on Game Pass. There's no yep. way it doesn't go on Game Pass, right? And so like that, on top of like all the other studios they bought and all these promises of like games that came out, like there are games that I would have never played if it wasn't for Game Pass. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. One of the I never have cared about Forza. Never cared about Forza Motorsport. Sure. For, Forza Horizon. Uh, is that what it is? The other yep. one. There's two Horizon. versions of it. You're right. I played Horizon and I actually had fun. Would I go out and pay seventy dollars <laughs> for for it? No. But now I have been able to play that game and enjoy it because of Game Pass. I do love Game Pass. I don't play as many games as I should with it, Same. but I do love it. The, the the discoverability thing has been huge. Like I think it really has allowed me to play and experience a lot of games that I definitely wouldn't have otherwise. Um, smaller, uh, smaller indie games, right? It's, it's so easy to just jump in and try it. Um, and you're right. This 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 day and date thing. Like all of these games are just gonna launch right into here. The best games. You don't have to pay the price of you know uh, of the game. You just with your subscription, it's just there. It it feels free, right? New it game does. releases feel free. It's not. You're paying for it. But it feel what it feels like. It's this is like I was paying you know fifteen dollars a month. It's more expensive now, but I was paying fifteen dollars a month last week. And I didn't have access to this new game. I'm still paying $15 a month. In fact, I already paid. And now I have access to the latest game that people right. are going and spending $70 on right now. And I didn't right. pay anything more, right? Exactly. So as a consumer, it's it's great. And I think people are still trying to wrap their heads around how the business model works. Can can this business model work? But it's for Microsoft, it's been this, this really huge shift. It's just like paradigm shift within the organization and in, in, in terms of how they think about um, intersecting with the gaming market where they're moving away from being a, a hardware mm-hmm. company. They're moving away from selling the Xbox and selling things that are on the Xbox. And they're moving towards much more into a software mm-hmm. company and selling a service. You know, their whole strategy for game pass is to put game pass everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they keep saying they want to give uh, for Call of Duty. There was this whole, oh, they're going to make Call of Duty exclusive. And like, it was so frustrating to me because it's just like, you guys aren't paying attention. Like the, the exclusive thing is like not as, not as big uh, exclusive to like a Microsoft console is like no longer the thing. It's, it's now about selling this, sub, this service, the subscription mm-hmm. um, in as many places as, as they can. And that's right. what the future of Xbox is for sure is game pass. And that's what they've, that's what the future of their, of Microsoft's gaming business looks like. I think they'll always have to have a console just to have the like centering point with their most, like their most loyal fans. But I mean, game pass and software, this is it, man. 
that this this is the new thing. This is the thing that is disrupting the industry. That we still don't know what the ramifications yeah. uh, of this are, are going to be. And on top of that, it's a play anywhere mentality as well. Yeah, your save data is going to be anywhere. There is how many times I have been like. Allison wants to watch a show on the TV or, you know, I'm, I pl- I'm playing on my TV in the other room. And then I'm like, well, I'm already in here. Let me just play it on my comp- computer. And there's no lag. There's no connection errors. There's nothing. It works so perfectly yeah. from place to place. And they're going to keep wanting you here all the time. They want to add it to like smart TVs, So you can just open up game pass on your smart TV and just, you don't even need the box anymore. Like that's going to be the whole thing. Right. And then I I swear you're going to, if Microsoft does keep it up right at some point, they're going to be like, Oh, why don't you put game pass on your switch? Why don't you put game pass on your PlayStation? But it's the play anywhere and not have to worry about your save data. It comes with you that is going to allow it to transcend everything. I think today, if Microsoft could put Game Pass on the Switch and on the PS5, they would in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. Why wouldn't they? They they absolutely would, right? And I I do think it'll happen eventually because I think eventually there's just going to be too much money to ignore for for Sony and for um and for Nintendo if if it gets big enough but right. like but right now there's just no there's not necessarily a huge incentive for for them to do so and if you're a PlayStation user and all of a sudden you can pay $15 a month and get every Bethesda game free or every Activision game free or everything or Halo or or Gears of War for free I know what you're paying for it but free why wouldn't I as a as a PlayStation user? Now I get all of my Sony titles and all of the Xbox titles. Well, and 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 if it, it's if you're a console player, it's great. I because yeah. some of them might already be subscribed to like some version of Game Pass. But like, great, I have my PS5. I love my PS5. Now I can play all of the games on my PS5. Right. right? right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That, yeah. that 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 that's a win. Like that. That's it's like, a. Win. For Microsoft, it's a win for Microsoft. It's a win for Sony, right? Like it's it, it's a win. The um, only thing I could see is that all of a sudden people are like, "Well, hey, I don't have to pay for all these Microsoft titles. Why are you making me pay seventy dollars to play Spider Man 2? That that's the thing. Now 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 you have this whole thing where, well, if you go into the Game Pass version of Call of Duty, because why would I pay seventy dollars for Call of Duty on my PlayStation when I? Right have game pass i can play game pass and i can load up call of duty and i get it there and then it becomes well what's the revenue share of the microtransactions right because sony was getting all of it when when you bought the 70 dollar call of duty and now they're not getting all of it and so yeah i think I, you're right it there there is there is there is that piece there um but yeah it's it's i'm i'm very curious to see like how this impacts the industry like we've already seen Sony have to improve their sort of service, but it's like, it, to me, it's like a big question of is like, is this, is this game pass model? Is this the future of the gaming industry? Like, is this so disruptive that this is going to be the new thing? This is the Netflix of gaming, or is this just a one way to experience it? That will be small in comparison to like the standard way. Right. And I, I don't know that I know the answer to that. I know what I think is the answer but. right and and like we said 
at the very beginning of this episode, you know, when Xbox came into the whole thing, they are big enough to take the risk. They're big enough to to build the console. And if it doesn't sell, well, we tried. And now it's like, well, they're big enough to eat the cost of whatever the, the beginning years of Game Pass cost. They're big enough to pay $69 billion <laughs> for, for Activision Blizzard. Right. Right. Technically 72 billion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, I think it helps them that they're so big. Yeah. <laughs> they're a multi-trillion dollar company, you know? Like I don't think I don't even think Sony or Nintendo could do that because they're not as big. You know? It is crazy. And then, you know, with all of that, I mean, you can't talk about Xbox, you can't talk about Microsoft without talking about ABK and and what's what's happening here it's i mean it's huge it's outside of just the gaming implications of it this has become more than gaming at this point this has literally become a antitrust right that's the word in essence like merging of yeah. big industries right big monopolies buying up smaller companies um and 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 that's what it really like maybe it's not that deep but it has that kind of feel right now there, there there's been regulatory concerns right about the the market capture and how the the market dynamics will be in a world that microsoft owns activision blizzard you know as of us recording this the it, the deal has not officially closed although everything that seems to be that i seem to be hearing everything that's coming out in the news is that it it's imminent um this is going to happen it's going to happen uh, potentially this week. So I think it's oh, very really? likely that, yeah, I think it's very likely that by the time that this is, that this is aired, like this, this will have closed and yeah, it's the biggest, it'll be the biggest purchase in the, um, in the history of the, of the gaming industry. I think there's going to be ramifications for years to come. I mean, what, what do you think this means for the industry as a whole? I, I kind of go back and forth on it, right? Like Activision Blizzard is this huge company, right? There's no question about it. In reality, this comes down to me. It doesn't matter so much about Blizzard. It's it all comes down to Call of Duty, <laughs> which don't get me wrong. I I agree with you on the it, it it that's not the like Call of Duty being exclusive isn't the point, right? I completely agree with you on that. But I think the ramifications are big. Do I think they're as big as? If they bought, say, EA, probably not, or okay. Ubisoft, probably not. I think those are bigger players in 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 the game than anything else. But I mean, you're not throwing sixty nine billion dollars at the wall, and and it's not supposed to be a big deal, right? So I think deal. that it means a lot, and I think that it means a lot because because of the relationship Sony had with Activision for the Call of Duty, yeah. Um, I think that's a, one of the big pieces about it. And I think that because of that, it has a much bigger impact than it would have if it was another company. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that's a, I think that's a great point. You go from Call of Duty being this thing that for years and years and years, Sony has had the, the marketing rights to it and Sony gets this thing first. Um, and they and they get this map pack first. Even even now, I just I pulled up my computer today, and I I was like, I'm gonna go update Diablo, 
Um, and I'm gonna go update Overwatch and I pop up Battle.net and it's like, oh, Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare 3, like like open beta, PlayStation 5 only this weekend, or like was like a weekend coming up. Um, the, the, the next weekend, Xbox and PC open beta as long, uh, along with PlayStation five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Right. Like it's been, it's very much been like PlayStation five first and like that, that part of it will not be the case anymore. Right. I, at the, at the, at the very least, there's going to be parody yeah. there and, and you expect that there will be, you know, probably that'll lean a little bit more, more heavily towards, um, t- t- towards Microsoft. So, I mean, it's a good point. Like a big game like that, it's gonna like not having Sony, not having that relationship, not being able to control that is 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 going is going to be a big deal i think that it's gonna it's going to cause um sony but it's going to cause the industry to react and i and and i don't know if that is if you'll see more mergers and acquisitions in other places um i i you know i like i don't know if that means like you know contraction and that there being you know a, a couple of other well that's exactly what I was thinking because at, right after Bethesda was purchased and when this Microsoft, all of a sudden Microsoft bought, I mean, Sony bought Insomnia, yeah. Sony bought Bungie, Sony bought, you know, I think something else. I can't remember what is off the top of my head, but all of a sudden now Sony's doing the same thing that Microsoft is doing. So that's a bigger implication that I think abk getting purchased by microsoft has all of a sudden now these other companies feel like all this consolidation needs to happen and then we could start to get into this issue of this monop or at least duopoly or you know uh whatever right this this antitrust thing where three companies own all of the all of the gaming rights you know like is 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 sony gonna go out and buy ubisoft you know (laughs) <laughs> i i do think we'll see more um contraction and part of that is like the just the climate in general there's like layoffs happening everyone's trying to cut costs which i assume means it's also a time where you know you're looking for money and someone's gonna come throw you a bunch of money you know and hey. see i don't think that is good for consumers yeah and that's part of it like do i as a consumer right now, will I be happy that I can play all of my Activision Blizzard games for free with Game Pass? Yes. I kind of wish instead of Microsoft just buying it, made a deal with the company to, you know, profit share off of that instead. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that that would be better. That would be the ideal thing for a consumer instead of Microsoft owning it. Yeah. And I think that could be a problem because it could it could cascade into an arms race in the lamest way of saying it, right? It's an yeah. arms race. Yeah. And it could be an arms race to get content to put in your streaming service because right. Like we, we saw this We're content arms race. St- yeah. We, 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 we saw it with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon prime or whatever. There was Disney just like, plus you just, you had, there's this race to get all the content and, yeah. um, and, and, and yeah, and we could be seeing something similar happens. The future is going to be really, really interesting. Did uh did you see the the leak around um Microsoft and like their future plans? Did, so you posted it in the Discord, our yeah. Discord, our Ready Papa One Discord. Come join. <laughs> Plug, not a sponsor. Um, yes, I, I I read parts of it. I didn't 
the day that you posted it, I was busy doing something. So I kind of peeked at it. I saw that, you know, they're planning on launching a new console in 2028, but then there's like this new controller or something that's coming out that seems to be like a big part of it. <clears throat> I know that you, obviously, you shared it. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole story is that, so Microsoft has this, you know, case against the FTC, yep. right? Where there there's all these documents that are, you know, that are being thrown around. Um, they have to submit a bunch of documents. A lot of them are privileged and confidential. Uh, basically, like the the public can't see them, but like the court gets to see them so that they can understand the landscape and make decisions, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Microsoft has to upload like a bunch of documents to the court. And I guess what happened was in to the public server, my, Microsoft uploaded like a, um, a PDF or like an email or something that the, the email itself or the PDF itself was was fine, but it had embedded links to all of these documents that were not fine for the public to see and that the public was not supposed to see. Oh, shit. And like we're talking like the Xbox roadmap out until out through 2028. We're talking about like what is the expected Bethesda like timing of, of their launches? What are they work Like we're at like some some stuff that you just like there's no way they wanted the the, the public to see this new, new new console in 2028 but um a new refresh to the series x and oh s yeah next year up, right yeah coming on 2024 um which isn't necessarily like a stronger more powerful system but i think moving more towards an all digital age uh which is what microsoft is clearly pushing the thing that I found the most interesting from from all these leaks, though, is this: uh, they have a new controller in the works. I think they called it like Project Sybil, and, and I and I don't remember what all the differences were in the current controller and this new controller. Honestly, probably not a lot. I think it like some of the haptic feedback that the PS5 controller has that people really like. I think that might be included. Um, but basically, like this new controller, like the whole strategy around it is that everything is centered around the controller. Huh. It's like you buy the controller and this lets you play Xbox anywhere. That's because, kind of cool. Because you have Game Pass, right? And so it's like, I think they're trying to reframe from like buy an Xbox to buy an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you go out, you pay your, I don't know, 100 bucks, whatever it's going to be. They'll give you three months of Game Pass free. And now, you know, you can use it with your Xbox. You can use it with your phone you can use it with your TV, you can use it, you know, right. And so the, I think that like the whole thing is that like gaming is centered around this one controller. Mm. Um, and I think that's really cool. And I think it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a big change in the way to to think about things. And obviously this is all, this hasn't actually been announced yet or confirmed by Microsoft. So who knows this, this could change, but I think this, this strategy that they're employing of like, right. Like again, not thinking of like, one system but thinking of the entire ecosystem of everything is where you play your xbox is is just is really cool and i'm excited to see um to, to see where where that all goes yeah i'm i you know more innovation the better right totally more more innovation to push nintendo to push sony to push all these other gaming companies to do things i think that will never hurt anybody in the gaming company in the gaming industry period the end and i think that 
using technology and Microsoft has an advantage because, you know, they have all this infrastructure built into Microsoft itself versus, you know, Nintendo and or Sony that might not have like the whole Windows component and like all of that framework already built. It makes it a lot easier for Microsoft. That doesn't mean that it's a that's that's a good thing, right? Because it it forces these other companies to do big things. And if that means, you know, we have TVs and all you need to do is literally have an Xbox controller and you can connect your controller to the TV and game passes, you know, on that TV, that's great. I think that's that's good for everybody. That Agreed. that stuff is good for everybody, and 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 innovation is never going to be a bad thing. I guess the refresh makes sense. The Xbox Series X is four years old. I think the refresh for the Xbox One came out like three or four years after the Xbox One was released in sixteen or seventeen. So it kind of all makes sense um, that there's a refresh, and digital also makes sense. <laughs> you know, I, I I think that the 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 further and further we get along, I don't I don't remember the last time I bought. And at least on Xbox, a a, a physical game. I, I literally don't on, remember the last time on Xbox for sure. Yeah. Um, Nintendo I, I still, ha- yeah. <laughs> I have the Series X, so I have a disc drive. I think I borrowed a copy of Shadow of Mordor from you. Oh yeah, at le- over a year ago. Yeah, um, and it might still be in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it probably no is need. still in there. There's there's no need, you know. Um, so I, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for innovation. I'm excited to see what they do. And, you know, I think the the future of Xbox is bright or at least whatever its iteration is with Microsoft, because it's going to work within what is already going on and hopefully push the gaming industry farther, even if it's not the best selling console, even if it doesn't hold that space or have the best titles. I think that there is a spot for it as long as Microsoft is willing to take that leap forward and take a risk. I think they will be. Yeah, I think so. And, 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 and that, you know, as always at the end of these episodes, we, we, we tie it into the dad portion of this, our kids and, and what we think and how we feel about them. And the, the, the older Colby gets, the more I start to, uh, before it was always this conceptual thing. Right. And now we're in this post time where I actually have a kid, like it feels real now. And thinking about like how they're going to deal with it, how, you know, what their gaming experience is going to be like, what is Microsoft going to be like for them when they get to the age of like those years that we talked about, right? 12, 13 years old, middle school, beginning of high school, where like that was like the time, (laughs) you know, and how will the things that we've talked about today affect them? Like, is Game Pass going to be different? They're going to live in a time where when we were kids, we were lucky have a one game to play you know we didn't have yeah. just 50 dollars, and we were lucky to get maybe at christmas we might get two games you know or maybe three whoa let's not <laughs> get know? greedy over here and they're gonna live in a time especially if we're gaming still and we're gonna be paying for game pass they're gonna have it access to this giant library of games it, you it's know gonna, it's gonna be so different yeah like i i very distinctly remember the experience of like you're at the mall or the wherever and you toys are us toys are us <laughs> you like your 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 mom buys you your, you know your mom buys you a game because it's your birthday or whatever and right then you like 
open it up in the back of the car on the way home and read the and read the instruction manual. Yep. Yep. Um, and you know, and you're just excited to play it. And then that, yeah, that's your game for months. And like, yeah, you have the other ones that you you already played and you might play them again, but like you just you 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 got a new game and like that's what you play. Yeah. And um, and you, you know, you play it a lot and you'd maybe probably try and beat it a hundred percent. Um, because you were just gonna play that game for a while. And and yeah, you got games that on at you know rare special occasions. And now that I'm older and I have much more disposable income, you know, I buy a game when I want to buy a game. Very right. lucky for that. But but I, I do think that like our 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 kids are not going to experience that same thing that 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 we did because they're you know they're they're gonna just have so much choice and it almost is gonna be like overwhelming for them. Right. Yeah. Like it's just gonna add to this, you know, idea that like kids these days with all technology and they're also connected in so many screens, like there's this worry that there's going to be more and more like ADD. The generation is not going to be able to like pay attention Focus to one, on thing, one thing, yeah. you know? And, and, and this is, I mean, this is just an extension of that, right. Where it's like, let me try this game. Nah, I don't like that. I'm going to go try this other one. Eh, I don't know. I'm going to like, they have so many games right. that, that, that they can play and, and they can, they can try and, and they, and they will. And it's like, it's not a bad thing, right. It's not what, a is bad it a good thing. thing? Is it a good thing? Right. I, I it, do it's think. different. It's, it's different. different. Oh, it's definitely different. And I think that it's great that they will be able to experience a lot more things than we did because they will, right? Like they're, it, it's fine if you don't like a game, but it's not fine if you spend $70 on a game and then don't like it, yeah. right? And so I think that them having the ability to find the thing that they like is important. I just hope that it doesn't come with the cost of them not being able to stay focused on one game. And that's something we're going to have to navigate as parents. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to make sure that, you know, they're not losing focus and, and making them enjoy things that maybe they wouldn't if it was just themselves trying to figure it out, you know, like, Hey, stick with this game. I've played it before. It's really good. You should stick with it and having them have that sense of accomplishment at the end of it. You know, I think it's going to rely heavily on us as parents to help them navigate this world of ever changing, always something new media. It's going to be a challenge. Not even just gaming, right? Yeah. Like everywhere, everything. Netflix, everything, everything. And I, you know, it's weird, right? I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's going to be a challenge for us as parents, a hundred percent. And I'm I'm excited for that challenge because I think that there will be able to introduce them to a lot of things and we'll be able to control it for the most part, right? There's per- parental, parental controls and all of these things that we're going to be able to use, which I don't think at the beginning of this all, right? Like when we talk about the Xbox 360 and, 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 and kids getting on call of duty and, you know, you, what Xbox live was back then i don't know if that will be quite the same because there's a lot more infrastructure around it to help parents than there was back then right we were kind of in the wild west of that internet we totally were you know and 
I think that it's it'll be it's it'll be good that there will be things that we will be able to help focus bad. But that's gonna be the hardest part for me. And I think it's gonna I, I invite the challenge because I want Colby to be able to play games and feel, you know, like that connection that I had. Um I do I I, I do think that Couch Co-op is gonna be dead by the time that they're that age. And that to me is gonna be very sad. I really do. But I guess staying with like Microsoft, what do we think our kids will think of Microsoft and Xbox itself when they get to the age to have an opinion on things? Yeah, I mean, it's possible that they end up seeing Microsoft as this big, like gigantic, big evil company in a way that like we didn't necessarily because they they were a younger company when we were younger and they were i don't know not as like gigantic but like the tech industry um in mean, some of the they're like the biggest companies in the history of the world are you know are are, are like like even even man you know adjusting for inflation like are right now in the apples and the googles and the facebook mm-hmm. and microsoft and microsoft is getting bigger i think that microsoft is actually really well positioned in the ai market right now mm-hmm. Agreed. They own, they own a part of um, OpenAI, who is the the company who uh, who does Chat GPT, mm-hmm. right? And there's other large language models out there, but it clearly feels like OpenAI is one of the leading, leading. organizations yeah. that are that are leading the way in AI. And Microsoft, we talked about, has the, have the I mean the infrastructure and the ability to take risks. Microsoft has the cloud infrastructure. Um, they have the computing infrastructure, which is required for AI. They have they can productize it in a way that others can't. So like, I think that it's possible that our kids know Microsoft because of AI even more so than they know, them which is as, crazy, right? Yeah. Even more so than they know them as, as, as Xbox. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, I don't even know if they'll think of the Xbox like console when they, when they think of Microsoft, like, I think there's going to be so many other things that they do. And by that point, the console is just going to be a little bit of an afterthought. Yeah, I agree. One thing I didn't think of this whole time, we talked about Microsoft. We talked about Halo. We talked about Gears of War. We didn't talk about the one kid franchise that they own. We didn't talk about Minecraft. Minecraft, man. (laughs) All the kids love Minecraft. I love Minecraft. I never got into it. (laughs) Yeah. I never did. I'm telling you, when 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 Ronan's older, I have a server. And that's what what's gonna happen. We're you're just gonna come on in and we're all gonna play Minecraft together. I was talking to um, my boss recently, actually, and she was telling me that like her son, I don't know how old her son is. He's between, I don't know, four and seven. I should know how old he is, but I don't. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening. (laughs) Um, But she was saying like, he just like, he just, it's all Minecraft for him. He just watches YouTube videos about Minecraft and like wants to play Minecraft. And it's funny. And, and, And she's like, oh, I just like, like. I like don't understand. Like that's all he wants to do. It's all he wants to talk about. Is all and I, and she's like, yeah. Like my husband told me it's perfectly normal. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I it kind of feels like a boy thing. Like I that's what, all my friends and I just talked about video games when I was like seven years old. Like yeah, that's that's what we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it exactly. sixty four. It was Minecraft, but yeah, that's, that's what we did. <laughs> but Minecraft, Microsoft bought. That was like the first big acquisition they did in the gaming space, and we didn't even bring it up. They bought Mojang for like a billion dollars. Yeah. And it has clearly worked out for them. I guess I don't I don't associate Minecraft. I associate Minecraft as its own thing. 
so much that I, I tend to forget that Microsoft owns it. it it's bigger than, than Microsoft, right? It, yeah. It's not, maybe it's because it's not an exclusive and it's everywhere. Maybe. Like but, you, you almost have to know that it's owned by Microsoft to like, right. you know what I mean? Cause it's just, it, it's Minecraft. It's its right. own thing. It's just, or, or maybe it's just big enough, right? That it's just, it's, it's in terms of the gaming sphere, it's, it's, it's large enough. Right. But I think, if anything, if there's one thing, maybe, maybe, you know, they might not know it's Microsoft, but of the Microsoft properties, at least when they're younger, it's not going to be Halo. It's not going to be Gears. It's going to be Minecraft. Yeah. It's going to be Minecraft. And like, I'm very interested of when our kids get older, that 13, the teenage years, will, will Halo still be around? Will Gears still be around? Will those games just be games of the past that we never see more made? And how sad will it be? I kind of think they will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, okay. When our kids are in their teens, that's 13 years from now. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be still Halos coming out. Halo. I don't. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I feel like it's. And I know I'm trying to think of the right like comparison from a previous generation, but it's like we've seen this happen before. We're right like this these these games that are are huge and and are in a certain uh, it, that are perfect for a certain moment, and then like the moment passes, and it's just with I mean with how Halo Infinite was received, it's just like it does it Halo is no longer this big gigantic triple a no thing that draws people the way that it used to i'm not saying it's not good or it's not like a quality game i think it is but if microsoft was to come out tomorrow and say guys great news we're making another halo game it would draw it 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 wouldn't yeah i think it would fall really flat it would kind of be like a cool great i'll check in on that in, in three years, years and yeah. see and see how it's going and see if there's any promise. Um, but there's so much other stuff that I just I'm you know great report on it, move on to the next thing, right? Yeah. And and it that was not the case several years ago. And and I just I I can't with how expensive these games are to make and and how and like the weight that is behind Halo, like you can't just release a double A Halo. Halo game, yeah, right. You, you, it's like it has the weight of its own success on its shoulders. Well, they you, did that. Well, look at Infinite. <laughs> right. Well, sure. Right. But like it has expectations. It's got the, it, 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 you know, it has to be, if you're going to make a new Halo, you got to truly invest and make this like the biggest game that you've ever made. And I just, I'm just not sure that that will be happening in 13 years. <laughs> no. And that's a little sad, a little, sad, a little for, sad for for me, but they'll have something good come out then too. And it'll be, I, I, I'm very interested in like where their thoughts are because everybody makes their own opinions, right? Like, like I said, I was a Nintendo kid until I was like 16, 17 years old. Right. And, and, and that's when I got my, my 360. but you know, what will our kids think and what will they what will they want it to you know it'll it's it, it'll be fascinating and i who will be in the gaming space then you know who knows but i'm i'm excited to see it and i think that it'll be it'll be a great thing to see how they interact with games i think it it feels so real for microsoft because of because of game pass and how it's going to shape the future of games um 
I think yeah. as we've talked about this through this series, like I have such an easier time envisioning how how Ronan will interact with Nintendo and will interact with with, with Game Pass than like than than anything else than than, than Sony than PC even yeah oh right? yeah it's just like you can it see it's so obvious how early on Nintendo will be the thing and you know you you know you'll you'll play some Switch and you'll play some Mario and like this will be great. And then it just seems so obvious that like if Game Pass is still a big thing, which I think it will be, that eventually like you know there'll be a Game Pass family plan. And guess what? Like I've already got I've got a subscription, so it costs three dollars a month extra to like add another add, in, yeah. add another account on. And okay, cool. And so yeah, you've got your you've got a Game Pass subscription. You've got your that, kids' like, Game Pass where you get to play only these games. Right, only these know? games are there, and it's connected to the TV like downstairs or whatever. And I, it just like that and and then you can you can pick whatever games he you know he wants and there's so many to choose from and like that that just seems so it's it's it, it's so visible to me like i can i can just see it happening like yeah uh, several years down, d- the down down the line right and yeah. um you know i i i'm excited for us to get there i'm sure it's gonna look different than my mind's eye is seeing now Right? Always but, is but, right. You know, it, it always is, and and who knows? Maybe he won't even like games at all. You know, and that's fine too. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll still be playing Halo Two <laughs> with with a bunch of friends, and we'll still be we'll be finding we'll be looking on eBay or asking the AI how to like you know build and design Halo Two for us, and they'll do it from scratch. And we'll just, yeah, you know, yeah 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 be like yeah. oh this old thing <laughs> sure thing I can do this in ten minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 still be we'll we'll still be doing our thing. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, but I think this is the end, Casey. We hit the end of this three-part series. It only was supposed to take until, I think, June, but it's probably going to bleed into, like, November now. So, sorry, guys. Sorry that I had a kid. <laughs> we got there. We, but we, we got we, there. We got there, man. Talk, and Talked about all, all of the big three um, and, and, and enjoyed every minute of it, Nick. Yeah. Closing it out, I think that they're all special in their own ways, and I think they all bring a unique look to the gaming industry and i think that we're in a better place because of the three of them than if we we didn't have them because they all bring such unique things to it and i've quite enjoyed these these lengthy discussions and 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 kind of bringing back some old memories of like different times of like playing these games and and stuff like that so this is this has really been a pleasure um but we have a lot more things that we want to talk about and then uh there's so many ideas that we have coming up and i'm I'm, I'm excited to talk about all of these things and eventually we're going to have the the ready the the wives come in and 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 discuss some stuff so there's so many exciting things to, to 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 look forward to after this as well but this has been a great deep dive Casey, seriously. Yeah, this this is this has been a journey, Nick. That this whole this whole series has been a journey. These these three that we discussed, they it's been a journey for them, you know, to get to where we're at today, right? And I guess I'm just just thankful because like where we're at today is definitely because of all of the um the 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 innovation and the investment and the and just the the joy and wonder that Nintendo and Sony and, and Microsoft have been able to. To exactly. bring forward and to and, and, and to put into our hands, and they've influenced you know my life for sure, um, and you know I think we feel like they will continue to influence you know lives within our our, our generation, and 
or uh, you know, our kids' generation, our, our kids' generation within in other generations, and yeah, um, I'm you know I, I've I've enjoyed every minute of this, Nick, and uh, yeah, just looking forward to see what seeing what the future holds. Yeah, we'll get it. let's get it. Let's uh, keep going with this, and and it's gonna be good. Uh, Casey, anything else? It's so, bedtime, man. <laughs> uh, it's bedtime. As always, a pleasure. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.